This is Reflections on Investing with the Cornell Capital Group. Episode 13, FANG Stocks as Super Bonds. Good afternoon and welcome to another session of Reflections on Investing by the Cornell Capital Group. And this afternoon, we're going to talk about the big tech stocks, or perhaps more importantly now, the trillion-dollar tech stocks. Facebook recently passed the $1 trillion mark. Microsoft and Apple have passed the $2 trillion mark in market capitalization. And Google and Amazon are closing in on that $2 trillion level. So is there still more room to run for these giant tech companies? And if there is, why? Well, first, let's look a little more particularly at how they've done since the bottom during March of the pandemic. And if I turn here to the iPad, you can see we start here on March 16th, 2020. We go up through July 23rd of 2021, just a few days ago. And it shows the performance of Amazon, Microsoft, Google, Facebook, and Apple. And the worst of the companies is up about 110%. The best are up almost 150%. And they started from high levels. So you might say, have we reached the end of the run? Are these giant tech companies overvalued? Now, that may bring to mind something we talked about in earlier reflections on investing, which was, was the stock market overvalued? So let me go back and look at a slide that we had from that earlier presentation. And I was looking at the S&P 500. And at that time, the S&P 500 was about 4,200. It's now 4,400. So it's gone up in the month or so since that uh, episode of Reflections. But I pointed out then the key element is the discount rate. If the so-called equity risk premium was 4%, that was consistent with a market price of 40, uh, S&P price of 4,200. If that discount rate, that equity risk premium were to go back up to its long run historical level, closer to five and a half, the market would drop to about 3,000. But if it could fall further to 3%, the market would rise to 56.63. Now, the reason I'm reviewing this is it's directly related to the big tech stocks. Big tech stocks, in my view, can be thought of as almost super bonds. What do I mean by super bonds? Well, what makes a bond a bond is that the payments you get are legally obligated. A company cannot choose to simply stop paying interest on its bonds without running into legal difficulties. So what makes a bond a bond is the certainty of the cash flows you get with the investment. Well, In the case of the big tech stocks, if you buy the stock, you're not getting a certainty of anything. The company doesn't have to pay you anything. But the companies have become so powerful, their hold over their markets so strong that it's hard to imagine their cash flows falling significantly. That makes them look like bonds. Why is this so important? Well, bond rates are now at extremely low levels. For the 10-year government bond, we're talking about about 1.3%. So a 3% return or a 4% return looks pretty good relative to that bond. And if I take a very low discount rate and analyze what the value of the big tech companies are, I get 
prices even in excess of where they stand now. And I want to say one more thing about these uh, stocks as bonds, if you like. Normal bonds have inflation risk. If inflation takes off and you're getting a fixed income payment, the value of that payment is dropping due to inflation. But the big tech companies have immense pricing power. That means they'll be able to raise prices in all likelihood, right along with inflation. So in some sense, their stocks are even less risky than fixed income securities because of the potential inflation protection. What's all of this mean? Well, it's really quite hard to say. What it means is, despite the big run-ups, these companies could well have more to run. But there's a downside to all of this, too. If the stocks are priced as if they were bonds, in the long run, they're only going to return what bonds return, which is on the order of 3 or 4%. So where does it all shake out? If you own the big tech stocks, I think you have a good deal of downside protection because of their power. But they've been priced to reflect that power, and your future returns uh, are likely to be quite limited, more similar to bonds than to riskier stocks. This has been Reflections on Investing by the Cornell Capital Group. Thank you. For more information, please visit www.cornell-capital.com. This podcast is being made available for educational purposes only and should not be used for any other purpose. The information contained herein does not constitute and should not be construed as an offering of advisory services or an offer to sell or solicitation to buy any securities or related financial instruments in any jurisdiction.